Hello and welcome to Walk the Pod, your daily walking show where I take my podcast for a walk because I don't have a dog. My name is Rachel Weedy, a comedy fan walking a cycle path in southwest London. On the right of me is a load of brick buildings and brick painted concrete fences. It's all quite earthy reds and browns and on the on the left of me is uh, an explosion of green with the meadowy bit and loads of grasses and some small saplings which were planted here in the winter time and above a blue sky dashed with very thinly spread white fluffy clouds it's as if somebody has taken a piece of lace and sort of stretched it across this across the sky and then sort of that's sort of scuffed it a bit you know welcome along to episode 9 series 18 of walk the pod i've introduced myself as a comedy fan rather than a comedian today because uh the death of sean Locke has has hit the whole comedy industry pretty hard over the last 24 hours and and it reminded me that actually i'm a comedy fan before i'm a comedian and Sean Locke was always one of the funniest people that I ever saw doing anything. Anything he ever did was hilarious in a way where I would just look at him sometimes and think, who is this guy? I don't know very much about him. He's hilarious. And I really enjoyed all the tributes of various comedians who gigged with him back in the day. You know, back in the 90s at the Edinburgh Fringe and went to the Pleasance and saw him along with two men and a dog. Uh, And we've all been watching lots of clips and feeling very fond of this person to whom I did not give enough attention when he was alive. I had a DVD of uh, his sitcom 15 Stories High in my house uh, for ages. Don't think I ever watched it. I think I was sort of slightly put off by just the, the bleakness of the setting. It's like, it's a sitcom where he lives in a flat 15 stories off the ground like a like a sort of urban tower block and he lives with his lodger and uh, it's just you know it was a really timely reminder of the fact that in the 80s and early 90s there wasn't any color available in interiors whatsoever everything was gray and mist um and that sort of put me off watching it which is a shame because it's, it's brilliant in a in a kind of hancock's half hour sort of a way anyway that's by the by how the devil are you? As I walked onto the cycle path today, there were some footballers walking away from me in shorts and pulled up socks and studs, going to play football, probably at Wimbledon Chase Primary School, as they were small, small people. And now there's somebody walking a dog over there, somebody behind them with a pram and a kid in a skirt. And beyond that, the railway bridge which is a a picture of brown rust. (laughs) That's the aesthetic the railway bridge goes for. But lots of dark greens and brighter greens around as the trees and the surrounding foliage set it off. And above the rusty railway bridge, a beautiful blue sky. There was a lot going on on the bike track yesterday and um, just walking past a little tiny cabbage white butterfly 
there was a lot going on on the bike track yesterday and what I was reminded of when I started my walk today was to concentrate, to kind of focus on what I'm doing. I'm recording a podcast episode, so, you know, just centre yourself, ground yourself for a minute. Just let yourself sort of concentrate on what you're doing. And I got that from an article that Harry Hill wrote in The Guardian yesterday about Sean. And it was advice that Sean Locke gave Harry Hill when Harry was having a run run of bad gigs. Sean said to him, problem is you're messing around before you go on. You're chatting, you're joking with the other comics, and you're larking about. Now that's all fine, but what that means is that you're not actually, you're not grounding yourself, you're not starting to really zero in on the thing you're about to do, which is to go on stage and make an audience laugh. And I think it's pretty good advice for lots of things, actually. When you're about to go on to your next Zoom call, just take 15 seconds in the little green room before you go on to the Zoom call, you know, where it says, do you want your your camera on? Do you want your microphone on? Take 15 seconds before you click through to the meeting just to be present with the people you're about to speak to and with yourself and with what you're doing. It doesn't take very long, but I think it makes a big difference, actually. There are episodes of this podcast where I've been quite scattered and distracted or I've just been not really paying attention to what I'm doing. And the days when I actually do pay attention to what I'm doing are considerably better. I've been talking to the Walk the Pod Walking Club on our Walk the Pod community message board about a real-life walk that we could all do together. That would be pretty exciting, wouldn't it? Thinking about doing a walk later on in the autumn, which will start at the beginning of the bike track and will end in the nicest pub I can find in the local area. Because there's nothing like a pint after a walk. Absolutely nothing like it. I'm going to keep this one reasonably short because it's the first one. We'll probably do about 5k. If you're interested in coming with us on a real live Walk the Pod walking club outing, go to rachelwheelyisfunny.com where you'll find the Walk the Pod walking club. You can sign up to join You'll be invited to the community message board and you'll be able to see the chat we've been having about when we could possibly do this. And you can join in. It'd be absolutely delightful to see you. Somebody actually picking blackberries on the on the side of the cycle path today. Now it's gotta to be too early to be blackberry picking. Surely. But the blackberries are in fact ready to pick astonishingly in some cases so somebody somebody busily doing that quite a lot of cyclists have cycled past me as I've walked along the bike track today and I can hear that the people who are busily taking care of the trees around here are still at it they've got a chipper and they're they're lopping massive branches off the trees and feeding them into the wood chipper that's That's the kind of seasonal stuff that's happening today. Just walking past a lovely brown fence 
with concrete pillars separating some of the fence panes. A gate, a brick wall, and now another fence, significantly newer one, with a shiny silver handle. And now I've come to a pebble-dashed wall, painted white all the way down to about two feet off the ground where it's painted black. So there's a lot of painted black references in the last couple of days. I'm just trying to pay attention to what's directly in front of me, that's all. Don't forget to do that, will you? If you're walking whilst listening to this, start to bring your attention to what's directly in front of you. Because that's the best way to connect with the present moment. It's a really lovely day, actually. It's about 23 degrees, which is my favourite temperature. It's nice and warm. Quite a lot of sunlight coming through all the trees. Quite a lot of breeze moving the leaves around. Just made some flatbreads, which I've got a recipe off uh, my good friend Elle, who runs Tasty Vegan Foodie, if you're on Instagram, look that up. And uh, she creates these incredible vegan recipes, one of which is a flatbread, which, which is made of yogurt and self-raising flour. That's it. And they were very delicious, so I highly recommend that recipe to you. If you follow me at WalkThePod on Instagram, you'll find her picture of those flatbreads in my story today. Just walking past the planted up bit, which... I really like the way they planted this up. Like it's got a mixture of short and tall plants. It's got a, a lot of purple plants, a lot of plants that when they flower, they flower in purple petals. It's also got some tall ones with lots of yellow flowers. And uh, yeah, it's just a really lovely, peaceful day. As a twig crackles underfoot. It's a lovely, peaceful day on the track. Been thinking a lot about self-esteem this week and it's a very interesting idea really. I think when you've been raised to be reasonably conscientious what that means is that you have had instilled within you the idea that you need to be good um, which means following other people's uh, rules and when you eventually break out of that when you're a grown-up you start to realize actually it doesn't need to affect me if somebody is disappointed by me or if somebody has expectations which I'm not going to attempt to live up to that shouldn't bother me really what matters is um, how I want to exist in the world what I want to achieve and what my values are, not what somebody else's values are. But it's quite, it's quite difficult to do that. I think it requires an actual mindset shift. Especially when you've worked somewhere like I worked for 10 years at the BBC where you are more or less told that you're a second class citizen as a studio engineer or producer. You know, there's the talent, they're very important. There's the management, they're very important. And then there's the backroom boys and girls and people on that spectrum of all descriptions. 
and you are less important than the talent and the management. And don't you forget it. And when you come out of a situation like that, you're no longer a cog in an enormous machine or a bum on a seat, depending on how you want to look at it. Uh, You have to make a shift and you have to think to yourself, actually, I am a human in the world and I can actually decide what's important to me. And if somebody who is technically my boss or my senior colleague or an important person in the place where I work or a police officer or a lover or a friend is disappointed in me but I'm living up to my values, then that should not affect me very much. I should just think to myself, okay, you are going to be disappointed then because I can't fulfill the expectations that you have for me and obviously we have to follow certain rules I'm not saying like abandon all of the rules and laws of the land and all that stuff but like somebody being angry with you does not actually say much about anything except for what it says about them because We are living within our own value systems and we are following our own dreams and goals. And if somebody else wants something to happen, they need to work with us on that to find a way to make it happen. And in most cases, what we want is just as valid, valuable and important as what they want. Obviously you have to pick the right workplace for this. You have to pick a workplace which is going to respect you and you have to pick people who respect you to be around as well. And if those two things are not not right, you're not going to feel happy for a lot of the time because you're having unrealistic expectations put on you by other people. And that, I would argue, is a good case for making a change. Until you feel like you're in a situation where your values, your wishes and desires are respected. That's it for episode 9, series 18, Walk the Pod. I'd love to hear from you as ever. Go to rachelwheelieisfunny.com to join the Walk the Pod walking club. Go to walkthepod.com to leave me 59 seconds of your beautiful voice on this or any other topic you want to talk to me about. Go to your email account and send me an email, rach at rachelwheelie.com. Say hello in some way or other. If you haven't joined the Walk the Pod Walking Club yet, please do. I would love to see you there. There is lots of space for new people and I have created more tiers. So if you haven't ever looked at it before, go to rachelwheelyisfunny.com and check out the beautiful artwork by Tristan Mitchell and the six different tiers that you can join the Walking Club on. Thank you very much indeed, as ever. And I will speak to you for episode 10 tomorrow.